<clears throat> okay, so Bezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing with our weekly series of Shirim on entering the Sea of Wisdom based on the Torah, the Goin and the Tzaddik, Rav Yitzhak Mary Morgenstern Shlita. And as every week, you know, we're faced with 112 pages, I believe it was this week, Gematria of Yabok, actually, which is the Ma'avor Yabok in this week's Parsha, which is where Yaakov Avinu actually encounters kind of the Saroshal Esav, where he crosses over the Ma'avor Yabok. Yudbeis Kuf is the Rosh Tevos of Yichud Bracha and Kedusha. It's a Kavana that we have by the Neiros Hanukkah with regards to Shem Havaya and Eloikim Biyachad is also Gematria 112. So just the Remez Ba'alma that the Rebbe is preparing us for Hanukkah and also in Parshas Vayishlach, which is the Parsha of Ma'avar Yavuk. So we get 112 pages also. You know, Tzadikim like Rav Tzadok, Rav Yonas and Eibshitz, the Rebbe's great-great-grandfather, you know, these Tzadikim allow us to look at the Torah and everything associated with it through a lens of omni-significance. Omni-significance meaning that everything is significant, even the most random elements, because in truth, they're all part and parcel of a singular holistic truth. So we have permission to darshan the things that can't even be darshaned. But what we're going to look at from this week is actually a, a shear that was printed on Chayim Maharan. And this is a shear from Tafshin Ayin Dalid, from Yat Kislev Tafshin Ayin Dalid, so 2014, on the Rosh Hashanah of Hasidus, on the Yom HaGeula of the Alter Rebbe leaving the Ma'asar, the Alter Rebbe leaving Pada B'Shalom Nafshi, giving freedom, not only freedom, but peaceful freedom and permission to reveal the secrets of the Torah. And it must have been a Thursday night in 2014. And for whatever reason, it was being printed in this week's Parsha Dafka, which means that it has shaykhs to us in this week's Parsha Dafka. An incredible, incredible, incredible arichus from the Rebbe. But the Kitzer, what the Nikud and Chaim Maharan, which is Oisiyad Dalid, tells us as follows. It discusses the process in which Rabbi Nachman revealed the 20th teaching in Likutim Maharan, which is the teaching of Tisha Tikkunim. And this teaching of Tisha Tikkunim, the nine Tikkunim, the nine rectifications of the beard on a certain level, this teaching Rabbi Nachman said and Rabbi Nassim said over that everything that Rabbi Nachman ever wanted to say or tried to say is contained within this teaching. That this 20th teaching, this 20th teaching in Lakuta Maran, Tishitikunim, contains everything. Remarkable stories of Miriam and concentric circles and stories of the expression of Torah in each and every generation. And in this remarkable teaching in Chaya Maran, the context behind the content of Lakuta Maran, Rabbi Nachman or Rabbi Nassim records as follows. He says that Rabbi Nachman was sitting there with the Ksavyad Kudsho. He wrote out this Torah and he had it in front of him and the Tamidim were desiring to copy it over. But there was a certain residual Torah that had not yet been written that Rabbi Nachman had written down headers for. He didn't want to share that with the Chavra. So Rabbi Nachman repeated everything word by word and they were forced to repeat it. And then Rabbi Nachman stopped in the middle of his Torah. And Rabbi Nassim responds that everybody was surprised by the stop because it was a short stop. It was a kind of encountering a blockage. And Rabbi Nachman said that it was the, his mother's yard site that night. And he had forgotten that it was his mother's yard site. He had forgotten to light a candle. And his mother came to him to be Taveya from him that he didn't light a candle. And because he had forgotten his mother's yard site, so after he was finished going over the Torah, or perhaps even before finishing off the Torah, they had a minion together and he was Pairish Shema and he did all of the tikkunim that he needed to make. 
But what Rev Itchemeyer, what Rev Yitzchakmeyer Morgenstern, what the tzaddik is picking up on in this nekuda is the element of Rabbi Nachman forgetting that it was his mother's yard site. Because obviously when we talk about a tzaddik, when we talk about the tzaddik, when we talk about Rabbi Nachman, and especially because it's something written down, when Rabbi Nachman forgets something, especially something as significant as his mother's yard site, so it's a teaching that we have to try and understand. It's not simply a recording of the events. It's that also. It's not simply a, a history taking for the sake of Yizkor Ledorvador, that everybody in each generation should remember the lifetimes and the experiences of Rabbi Nachman. But rather, the, the Torah of Rabbi Nachman, which is the Torah of the Adam, is something that can teach us about ourselves in each and every moment. And so what the Rebbe does is he tries to understand, in terms of Avodah Hashem, what this forgetfulness of his mother's yard site meant. And Rabbi Nachman and, and Rabbi Shemayr takes us on a, very, on a very important journey into two elements of Avodah Hashem. The Rebbe points out that there are two ways of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's the or of Zikaron, there's the light of memory, and there's the or of Shechacha, and there's the light of forgetfulness. Now, B'derach Klal, generally speaking, we look at memory as something that is higher than forgetfulness. Forgetfulness is the death of insight within the mind. It represents the slow, steady decay of ideas that were once present and are now falling away. And zikaron in memory, which is the, the crux of what the Torah is coming to teach us how to do, is theoretically and assumedly, you know, higher than forgetfulness. What the Rebbe points out is that in truth, in truth, when it comes to avodas Hashem, when it comes to the olamos, that the tzaddikim are capable of reaching and what we're capable of reaching because we're all tzaddikim, is that the world of shechacha, the world of forgetting, is the darga of reshed los yada. We spoke about reshed los yada last week. We spoke about the sveikos of reshed los yada. And we spoke about how, as the Rebbe has been teaching more and more in the previous week in Eitz Chaim and all of the shirim coming out on the sveikos of Radla, in that place of Rashid Loasyad, in that lofty, lofty place, the apex of what the human mind is capable of grasping, in that place we encounter doubts. And what those doubts lead us to become aware of is the fact that they're not doubts that are rooted in the inability to know which one it is, but rather they are doubts because they're essential doubts. It's both at the same time. It's a place where we encounter our inability of knowing something. It's a lack of knowledge that is not rooted in a deficiency of the thinker, but rather the elevated and supernal transcendent status of that which we're trying to understand always reminds us that in the end of the day, we can't know anything. The apex of wisdom is to not to know, to come to a place of not knowing. And that's what the Rebbe is referring to here as the light of shechacha. That place where I forget, that place where I don't know anymore, where I don't remember the things that have happened to me, the things that are happening with me, or the things that are going to happen with me. I don't remember my individuality so much. I don't remember my egoisms and my trappings and my attachments in this world. I forget them for but a moment. And the tzaddikim go into that place of shechacha, they go into that place where they don't remember even the yard site of their mother because they're so nullified in the light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that there is no remembrance of anything pratius. And then after encountering the world of shechacha, after encountering that light of forgetfulness, the job of the tzaddik or the job of the individual is to come back down and live within the world 
of remembering where we remember ourselves and we remember where we are and we remember what our chiyuvim are and we remember that we're human beings who need to follow the Torah and the mitzvot with amun and bitachon to connect to the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the Torah and to the Tzaddik. And then after remembering, we go back up to forgetfulness again. But now we forget even more. And then we come back down and we remember. And then we go back up and we forget again. And each and every time that we go back down into the place of memory, and then we ascend upwards once again to forget, we're forgetting more and more and more each time, highlighting the power of forgetfulness, revealing that no matter how much I think I know, no matter how much I remember, no matter how much I hold on to, in the end of the day, I can always reach that place of shichacha de kedusha, of that holy forgetfulness. And the Rebbe points out that these two elements of shichacha and zikaron, the elevated status of the light of forgetfulness of reishad lois yada, and that lower level of the orha zikaron of conscious awareness and rememory about every hit that I've been through, every difficulty and every positive thing I've been through, these correspond to two elements in Avaidas Hashem, which the Rebbe speaks about so often, which are tenua and menucha, movement and rest force and calmness. Menucha, which is the calmness of the Olam HaShichacha, where I don't remember anything that bothers me. I don't remember my own name sometimes because I'm not an individual. I'm part of the unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the unity of Hashem in this world. That's that place of Menucha. And then we come back down into the world of Tenua, into the world of memory and remembering and knowing all the things that hurt us and that make us happy and all of our likes and dislikes and all of our subjective postures that make us feel so richly entrenched within this world. And just as we have to go from Shechacha down to Zikaron and then back up to Shechacha and then back down to Zikaron over and over and over again so that we can encounter both elements of Avedis Hashem, so too a person has to be in that place of Menucha and then go back down into Tnuah and Yegiyah, effort and movement, and then ascend back up to calmness, except that ascent back up to calmness is now all the more powerful because it includes all of the previous movement within it. And it's that infinite progression that we move up a level and then we realize that we have to go back down only to move back upwards and never quite reaching the end because the end is ain sof. There is no end. The only true end is that there is no end. And a person who thinks they come to an ending is someone who has misunderstood the entire purpose of all things. Once we get to that place of menucha and shichacha, we have to come right back down to Zikaron and Yagiyah because we're never finished. And what we thought was the Radla of our experiences, what we thought was the loftiest level, and the next moment turns out to be just the beginning level of the next level. And what Rabbi Nachman says, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm calling the Rebbe Rabbi Nachman accidentally a lot tonight. <clears throat> what the Rebbe says is as follows, based on the teachings of Rabbi Nachman, and this is in Osiyud Beis. And there are very deep secrets with regards to the tzaddikim who are capable of living a life of connectivity, of dveikus, of unity at each and every moment. Because in truth, unity brings all things. Because in truth, connection and unity with HaKadosh Baruch Hu dveikus teaches us how to unify the two paths of Avedis Hashem. Hein es derech The first path is the path of vitality and calmness. Menuchos shleima sha'atarot like we say by Rav Deravim. Vigam es hatnuah v'harisichta danoira 
And in addition to that calmness, also the intense drive and movement associated with the service of God, a desire to be calm and a desire to always move forward from where I'm at. Because in truth, an individual has to run with all of their strength throughout all of their own most worlds and the worlds of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the service of God. Because in truth, there's an infinite amount of space for us to go up. The Imkain Sarah Ritzabli Sof, and therefore a person has to put in the effort to move without limit whatsoever. But at the same note, at the same points, just as there are infinite levels that we have to continuously push ourselves to run forward towards that light of Zikaron, at the very same moment, we have to live with absolute calmness and peace as if there's absolutely nothing that we have to do except be nullified in the face of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we only know this because we're taught it by the tzaddikim who take it upon themselves to walk those circuitous pathways of Yehudim and Dveikus. And when Rabbi Nachman elevated himself to those lofty worlds, as a result of his connectivity to unity, he forgot about the yard side of his mother. The yard side of his mother is a muscle for pain, for loss, for disconnection, for feelings of distance in a person's life. Rabbi Nachman reached a place of such lofty connectivity that he forgot about that. Because in truth, there are worlds that are so lofty that when a person touches them in the light of their own mind, we forget about movement. We forget about the fact that things change. We forget about the fact that there's a past, present, and future, and not only an ever-present, present moment in our lives. Those are the worlds of forgetfulness and the aspect of like the olive. And this is Shaykh Tachanaka, like the olive, which Chazal tell us, leads to Shechacha. But we also have to enter into the lower worlds, which is the aspect of olive oil. Olive oil, which is the interiority of the Zayas, is good for memory. So the Zayas contains within itself forgetfulness and memory, just as Avodah Hashem has to contain within itself Shechacha and memory, just as it has to contain with itself calmness and movement. Like we understand in Chanukah. Rabbi Nachman realized that he forgot, that he went too high, he forgot about the art side of his mother, he lived in that place of pure manucha. And so the next level, Rabbi Nachman said, I have to move back down into the world of memory, where I remember what it means to be mitavel over my mother, what it means to feel being human. And then as a result of going down into that world of memory, into that world of movement, he's now able and we're now able to ascend back upwards into the world of calmness with a newfound intensity, with that Tosefes Kishot, that we reveal that even Zikaron is Shechacha, and even Tnua is Menucha. This is how a person, Bezras Hashem, learns to live with Eretz Yisrael. Just a little bit weiter.
And the Rebbe brings it right down to us. This is all what Rabbi Nachman is saying as the Rebbe is teaching us, is all to teach us in Avodos Hashem. We have to learn from this something with regards to divine worship. A person has to always be thinking about a Kaddish Baruch and that we have to take upon ourselves to enter into that place of pure joy, of simplicity, of forgetting the pains of this world, of forgetting difficulty, of forgetting the art side of the mother, of forgetting the need for movement. And a person has to ascend and forget all of his own most lacks and deficiencies and impoverishment and destitution. Because if someone only lives in that place of lack and deficiency and memory, is a person who's cursed, they're living a cursed life. And something that's cursed cannot connect to blessing. And if that's the case, then a person can never merit wealth. If all I'm associating myself with is lack and destitution and zikaron of this world, then I can never ever grasp the wealth that comes with forgetting about this world. A person has to live with the truth that in truth there's nothing missing in the entire world. As the Pasuk tells us that Hashem, your God, is with you and therefore you miss absolutely nothing. Like Yaakov Avinu told us in this week's parsha, I have everything because I have Hashem. I could have nothing else, but I'm all good. Like the Birchas Ha'ilanos, where we say, Hashem, you have left nothing void in this world. Everything is filled. We have to live in that world of Shechacho. First and foremost, in the beginning of Avedis Hashem, a person has to forget about all deficiency, all pain, all human experience. We have to cleave to that place of Shechacho. But once we connect ourselves and cleave ourselves to that unity of Akadish Baruch when we forget all things, then we go back down. Then we go back down into the Chayas and the Metzius where we feel pain and we remember and then we go back up and then we forget about everything again and then again we go back down to the place of memory to fill in the Chasronos and that leads us back to a place where we realize that all I have is Simcha in my life and this is the Ikran of Eidus Hashem what the Rebbe is teaching us on a certain level here is that a person has to first and foremost pretend that there's nothing bad in the world we have to begin our Vodas Hashem with a perspective of the Ulam of Shikha, of forgetting the art side of the mother, like Rabbi Nachman teaches us. And only then, once I attach myself and cleave myself to the all-encompassing unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that world of Shikha, I can go back down in that place of Chisaron and Zikaron, and I'm not disconnected from unity. Now I'm just trying to make the unity even better. And I live with that constant movement between movement and menucha, menucha and movement, shichachan zikaron, shichachan zikaron, and Be'ezus Hashem, these are the iris of Chanukah that the Rebbe is already bringing down from 2014, which is the secret of the Shem and Zayis within the Zayis itself. On the one hand, the Zayis causes us to forget. On the other hand, the olive oil itself causes us to remember. And it's not a stira because a person has to forget and then we begin to remember only for the sake of forgetting again and then remembering and then forgetting. And it's a constant process of Ratzavishoy, of Mati, Vloy Mati, and Orbe Me'or, Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarach.